Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris, and we are back in my quadrant of the bracket. And we are on to our second recording of the quadrant. And tonight I have got two amazing people, uh, I'm assuming with livers of steel, and they are locked in for a head-to-head trivia hot seat showdown. The winner will advance to the round of 16. The loser will just go back to the bar and wait for the winner to be crowned. Let's start off with friend of the show and notorious and notorious Captain Crunch hater. Jeremy, my friend, how you doing? What are you drinking? Not the milk from a bowl of Captain Crunch. <laughs> Although that, that wouldn't be the worst thing. It's just it's just the cereal. Uh, I am drinking a, uh, a Volda Cabernet Sauvignon. It's from Moldova. This actually came out of a, an advent calendar. My brother got my wife and I for Christmas. They had wine advent calendars at Costco. So, and he's a, he's a Costco addict. So Cab Sauv, I don't know what they say in Moldova, but you know, Prost or whatever. To our listeners out there. Yes, this is the trivia hot seat tournament. No, we are not recording this in December. It is the middle of May. Yeah. So we'll say that it's wine a, was aged in some barrels and then eventually in a little plastic tube for a few months. Glass bottle, actually. Oh, wow. Glass bottle. Damn, it's like, like a half-sized glass wine bottle. I was I was kind of impressed with that. And this one's pretty good. It's uh, it's it's not bad. It's not quite as forceful as uh, most Cab Sobs that I'm used to. I can drink this. It's nice. I'm a big fan of Cab. That's my favorite. That's my favorite wine. Uh, I have something also from a glass bottle tonight. Uh, this is not, however, a bottle of wine. Uh, I have been sick yet again, thanks to a two-year-old, and I am hoping just to taste something at this point in time. So I grabbed myself a bottle of Maker's Mark 46, one of my go-to whiskey bourbons, in whiskeys for that matter. Uh, But this is the cask strength. This is the way it comes right out of the cask. This is clocking in, if I'm not mistaken, at 110 proof. And it's so good. In a glass, a little bit of cube, a little bit of an ice cube, and uh, it's been that kind of day, so my glass does say, pour me something strong, and I did. Next up, let's head on out to Iowa. Brian Nash is a new one to the Pub Trivia Experience, not new to Trivia Podcast. Brian, my friend, how you doing? What are you drinking? And tell us a little bit about your trivia adventures. All right. So, yeah, I'm in Muscatine, Iowa. Uh, tonight I, I sad to say I did not, I, I missed the memo about grabbing the, the, the local stuff. I'm just drinking a bottle of fat tire right now, but there's nothing wrong with fat tire at all. It's delicious. Um, it is, uh, my local trivia experience, uh, had I planned ahead, I'd have brought home some from Nerdspeak Brewery in Bettendorf, Iowa, which is actually also where I host pub trivia. Every Friday night from 7 to 9. So it's a combination of two of my favorite things. It's really good craft beer, and it's really good nerd stuff everywhere Ooh. throughout the whole bar. Like, I'm, like Leah and I were talking before the show, you were on as well, but like that's that's one of two things that will make me go to Iowa. Like that and the Iowa Cubs, I think, would be the two things that would get me there. That sounds amazing. It's a pretty sweet place. It's particularly good on Friday nights. I, I, that's what I've been told. I've been told it's a raucous good time. Now, you uh, you stream on Twitch as well. Is that right? Correct. Uh, on Thursday nights, uh, usually about 930 Central Time, which is where I'm at, uh, I join LK Jeremy on his Twitch channel, 
different Jeremy for <laughs> uh, for a round of geek trivia. So basically, the questions that I read last week on Friday night, I will read them this Thursday night on Twitch. So we get two uses out of one set of questions. Well, I'll throw it out there. If you want to get three uses, you feel free to bring one of those games over the pub trivia experience. We'll grab some beers and we'll play some trivia. Done. Let's set that up. But ladies and gentlemen, we are here to play our opening round of the pub trivia experience hot seat trivia tournament. And it's going to be Jeremy versus Brian winner take all. And we have got three rounds. Round one is your pregame. Ten questions, 50-50 answers. It's going to be true or false. Round two is your hot seat. An unlimited number of questions. 30 minutes nonstop trivia questions and answers. For both of those rounds, you get one point for a correct answer. No points for loot for getting a correct or wrong. And then we're going to move into our wager round, which we'll explain when we get there. We are ready to go into the pregame round. Jeremy, you have been selected to go first. Here is your pregame. As a world-class mediocre student, I wished every test in high school was pass-fail. Sadly, my obsession with trivial knowledge didn't hit until I was older. Roughly around the time, say, I don't know, Wikipedia became popular. With all of this in mind, your pregame is all true or false statements. Of course, when it comes to all of my knowledge, I go to the same place that everyone goes to. This particular true-false quiz is from Cosmo. <laughs> oh. I will tell you a couple of things. One, I took this from a list that took se- I took 10 questions from a list of 70. They are all done via random order, so I did a random number generator to pull 10 questions and those are the 10 that I have here. So, Jeremy, you're going to start picking number 1 through 10 for me. Uh, let's go with number 7. Lucky number 7. Jeremy, here's your question. The radius bone is in the leg. Uh, That is false. That is false. Point for Jeremy. It's actually one of the bones in your arm. Brian, over to you. I will take six. Number six. Spaghetto is the regular word for a piece of spaghetti. That is true. That is true. In Italian, generally singular words will end in an O. Plural words will end in an I. Although, as always with English as well, not always the case. One-to-one, Jeremy, back to you, sir. So Brian went with number six? That's correct. Okay, I'll go with number... How about number one? Number one. H&M stands for Hennies and Moritz. H-E-N-N-E-S and M-A-U-R-I-T-Z. I think that's false. I don't remember what it stands for, but I don't think it's... It's true. Oh, that's true. Oh. It is true. All right. Oh, that's Brian, I didn't back remember to you. what it stood for. <laughs> well, I'm glad I didn't choose number one. Oh, uh, well, let's see. I'm going to kind of tip my hand here a little bit. I went with six before, so I think I have to go with nine now. All right. Question number nine. Harry Styles of One Direction fame has the middle name Edward. Now, Brian, I know you're a big geek. I don't know how much of the pop culture you are, but Harry Styles, he is Enos after all, so you should probably know this answer. Um, For some reason, I want to say false, and I'm going to say false. Unfortunately, no, it's true. It's Harry Edward Styles, and I threw that out there just for my loving wife. <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten that either. All right. 
Jeremy, back to you, sir. All right, let's go with number three. Number numbers three. for some reason. The two numbers on the opposite side of a Vegas casino dice always add to seven. That's true. That is true. Nicely done. Points for Jeremy. Brian, back to you. I will go ahead and take number five. Number five. Prince Harry is taller than Prince William. What's with the Brits named Harry here? Um, <laughs> oh, you got Harry both of them. I didn't is, even realize that. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I, I, it's a shot in the dark. It's true. Why not? Unfortunately, no, it's false. <laughs> uh, so because we're in England, I'm going to tell you we're using meters. Harry is 1.86 meters while William is 1.91 meters. Harry, just a smidge shorter than Prince William. Jeremy, back to you. Uh, I'm going to say number 10. Number 10. The river scene in Paris is longer than the river Thames in London. Oh, gosh. Uh, Okay, so by that, do you mean like the length of the river contained within Paris is longer than the length contained within the city? The total length of the river. Total length of the river. Correct. Um, Oh, gosh. So you're saying the river Seine is longer than the Thames. That's what the question is alleging. I'm going to say that's true. That is true. Nicely done. Brian, back to you, sir. Let's try a deuce. Number two. Gin is typically included in a Long Island iced tea. Negative Ghost Rider. That is false. Actually, I have that as true, but let me, I'll add that to the question and I will go back and research it. Cosmo has that as true, but we're going to go ahead. We'll flag that and we'll research research it here at the end of the round. I don't drink gin, so I would not know. Jeremy, you've got four or eight left. I'm going to go with number four. Number four. Ian Fleming was the physician and microbiologist who discovered penicillin. Oh, was that Fleming? I mean, really, I think it was kind of his lab assistant, but it's all, it's all, uh, it's just all stories at this point. I don't think anybody really knows for sure, but I think, oh gosh, I'm, I'm going to say true. I'm probably wrong about that. So Fleming is the person that invented penicillin, but it wasn't Ian Fleming. It was Alexander Fleming. So the answer is false. Sir Ian Fleming is the author of James Bond. That's, yeah, that feels, uh, (laughs) uh, all right, Brian, that leaves this last question for you. Hot and cold water sound the same when being poured. That is not true. That's false. That is 100% false. A hot water has a higher viscosity, so it does sound different. And we're going to take a quick pause here, and I'm going to look up the original recipe for a Long Island iced tea. I see lots of gin recipes. Gin is on. on, I've checked three recipes. Gin is on all three of them, along with vodka, tequila, and rum. I am wrong. All right. We are heading out of the pregame round. Leah, what are our scores? We have Jeremy with three points and Brian with two points. Three to two, it's anybody's game. We are moving into the hot seat. The hot seat, for those that don't know, is 30 straight minutes of trivia. Now, it is easy to get bogged down here. It is a long haul, so keep your wits about you. Gentlemen, are we ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. All right. 
Jeremy, we're starting with you. Here we go. Which blue-eyed Irish actor stars in the Danny, in the Danny Boyle thrillers Sunshine and 28 Days Later? Oh, um, I don't know. I haven't seen either of those. I'm going to have to pass on that. Oh, that I is do that on the first question. But. Oh, that is Killian Murphy. Brian, over to you. What casual dining restaurant uses the slogan "Eating good in the neighborhood? Applebee's. Applebee's is a correct answer. Jeremy, in an automobile, what does a tachometer measure? Uh, the tachometer measures, I believe that is the RPMs on the engine. Uh, rotation or engine speed is correct. Okay. All right, moving over to Jeremy. Uh, sorry, Brian here. What is the term for the for the Middle Eastern style of cooking meat, usually lamb, on a vertical spit? The Avengers know this food well. That would be shawarma. Shawarma is correct. Jeremy, over to you, sir. What normally hairless actor has been bald since the age of 20 due to a makeup mishap involving grease paint? This hasn't stopped him from being hard as a rock as a superhero and a dirty cop in Los Angeles. Oh, thank you for the clues. That uh, sounds like Michael Chiklis. Michael Chiklis is a correct answer. Brian, over to you. About 30 seconds long, Think Music is the name of a familiar theme heard during the final round of what game show? Jeopardy. Jeopardy is a correct answer. Jeremy, what singer shocked the reality TV world with a surprise appearance on the season 32 finale of Survivor where she awarded a contestant $100,000? Was it Nicki Minaj, Ariana Grande, or Sia? Uh, I'm not going to know this, so it's a shot in the dark, but I'm going to say Ariana Grande. Unfortunately not. The answer we're looking for is Sia. All right, Brian, over to you. Of these fellow SNL alums, sorry, the ensemble cast of the 2010 comedy Grown Ups reunites all but which of these fellow SNL alums? Norm MacDonald, Kevin Nealand, or Maya Rudolph? Kevin Nealon. Kevin Nealon is a correct answer. Nicely done. That was a guess. It's a good guess. Uh, Jeremy, over to you. Which Hitchcock film was the first American movie to show a toilet on the big screen and allow the audience to hear it flush? That would be Psycho. Psycho is Stanley correct. Stanley Kubrick's Psycho. You son of a bitch. <laughs> so rude. One mistake three years ago. Living you left it. a psycho question in, man. Uh, well, Mike wasn't here. I thought I was safe. All right. Over <laughs> to you here, Brian. Published in 2004, No Women, No Cry is the memoir of what of what legendary singer's widow? No Women, No Cry. You want the singer? Looking for the singer. Um... John Lennon? Unfortunately, that was Bob Marley. Bob Marley's oh. what we're looking for. Jeremy, which of these classic fairy tales does not feature a wicked stepmother? Little Red Riding Hood, Snow White, or Cinderella? Does not feature a wicked stepmother? That's what we're looking for. Uh, that is going to be uh, Little Red Riding Hood. Little Red Riding Hood is correct. Brian, over to you. 
How many museums and galleries make up the Smithsonian? 15, 19, or 27? Fifteen. Uh, unfortunately, no, it's 19. 19 in the Smithsonian. Jeremy, what is the correct spelling of the last name of the Academy Award-winning director of The Departed? Uh, let's see. The Departed, I think that was Martin Scorsese. Um, hope I'm right about that. I'll be embarrassed if I'm not. And I think his last name is spelled S-C-O-R-S-E-S-E. That is correct, although you didn't say the name at the end of it again, so I can't give you spelling B points. <laughs> Can well you use done. it in a sentence? Martin Scorsese no, is the second best director ever live. <laughs> Moving on. Brian, what group of elements on the periodic table share a name with a type of light bulb? Halogens. Halogens is correct. Jeremy, over to you. Dresses whose hemlines are short in the front but long in the back are known by what hair-inspired term? Oh, um, short in the front, long in the back. Uh, the joke answer would be mullet, but I'm going to say the bob. Should have gone with the oh. joke answer. A mullet dress is what it's referred to as. Oh, man. Brian, over to you. With roughly 8,000 residents, what New England state capital is the small state capital in the U.S.? Um, uh, Maine, it's... The capital of Maine. It's... <laughs> Oh, damn it. See, <laughs> <laughs> so you wish you had that drink now, don't you? I have a drink. It's. Port. Shit. Portland? Unfortunately, not. Uh, Augusta is the capital of Maine, but we're actually looking for Montpelier, Vermont. Oh, okay. I didn't ask. Can we curse on this thing? Oh, hell yeah. Please. Okay. <laughs> There's an explicit tag for a reason, man. You're good. We are moving right along here. Jeremy, what country didn't grant its first divorce until 1997, becoming the last country in Europe to allow it? Oh, gosh. It sounds really familiar, but I don't know. You know what? I'm going to say the Vatican. Unfortunately, not it's appropriate. It, you're close. It's an It's a, definitely a Catholic country. It's the Republic of Ireland. Wow. Today that I wasn't learned. on my radar for that one. No, wouldn't have been on my radar question. either. Brian, we're over to you. When a batter has when a batter has hit for a single, double, triple, and home run in a single game, what is that called? Uh, hitting the cycle. That is hitting the cycle. Correct. Jeremy, back to you, sir. 22 and a half minutes remaining. Let's see here. What is the, sorry, what is the common name for the animal occasionally served in restaurants that produces the deadly tetrodotoxin? Tetrodotoxin, sorry. 
Um, blowfish. Blowfish or pufferfish is a correct pufferfish, answer. Yeah. Jeremy, over. Sorry, Brian, over to you. Forget me not flowers are typically what color? Forget me nots are typically purple. Uh, blue, actually, they are typically a blue flower. Jeremy, back to you, sir. Popular in many states, click it or ticket campaigns encourage drivers to do what? Buckle their seatbelts or get or get tickets. One or the other, really. That is a correct answer. All right, Brian. In taste tests, 60% of consumers indicate preferring the creamy over the crunchy version of what food? Peanut butter. Those 60% are wrong. I agree. Jeremy, you don't like crunchy stuff, so we know you're a creamy guy, but uh, what <laughs> planet is known as the jewel of the solar system? The jewel of the solar system? Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, well, the most brightly colored that I can think of is Mars. So I'll say Mars. Unfortunately not. It's the one with all the bling. That'd be Saturn. Oh, yeah. Brian, back to you. What female scientist was the first scientist to assign names to research subjects instead of the conventional method of assigning them numbers? Oh, it's wrong, but I'll say Marie Curie. No, not a bad guess. Uh, we're looking for Jane Goodall, though. Oh. Of course. Jeremy, which of these classic movies is set during the Korean War? Apocalypse Now, MASH, or Platoon? Uh, that would be MASH. MASH is a correct answer. Brian, over to you. In mathematics, what punctuation mark is commonly used between numbers to indicate a ratio? Colon. Colon is correct. Jeremy, the Washington Monument was modeled after obelisks built by what ancient empire? The Egyptian Empire. Egyptians are correct. All right. True or false here for you, Brian. In surface area, the country of Russia is larger than the dwarf planet Pluto. True. That is true. Russia roughly 17.1, uh, nope, sorry, that's not correct at all. Not 17.1, but 17.1 million square kilometers. Pluto, 16.9. Back over to Jeremy. In a memorable scene from Beverly Hills Cop, what fruit does Detective Axel Foley use to disable a car? Oh, this is embarrassing, but I haven't seen that movie. Um, oh, come on. Yeah, I know. Uh, Get off that's, the show. It's, it's a little bit before my time. There was no way my parents would have ever let me watch that growing up. Um, but I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess you shoved a banana in the tailpipe. Banana is a correct answer. <laughs> Bananas are they're the funny fruit. I mean, what else are you gonna use? <laughs> that, Bananas that in is the tailpipe. <laughs> in my head, I was kind of hoping it was a pineapple. Moving right along. <laughs> Brian, at 2,716.5 feet and more than 160 stories tall, the Burj Khalifa is located in what Middle Eastern city? city? Dubai. Dubai is a correct answer. Jeremy, what term that sounds like it's from a children's book is the fabled term for the zone around a star where a habitable planet could be found not too far or not too close. Uh, that would be the Goldilocks zone. The Goldilocks zone is correct. 
Brian, a historic site since 1982, the Barbizon Hotel was once a resident for young single women in what U.S. city? Sixty-two. Eighty-two. I'm sorry. Eighty-two. Eighty-two. I. I, I okay. Eighty-two. Eighty-two. Uh, San Francisco. Unfortunately, not other coast. New York City, actually. All right, moving on, Jeremy. Which of these foods is usually not allowed on the paleo diet, which tries to mimic the menu of Stone Age humans? Nuts, meat, or legumes? Ooh. Um, I know meat is allowed. I'm pretty sure that nuts would be too because they're eaten in their raw form. So I'm going to say uh, legumes. Legumes is correct. Brian, over to you with 17 minutes left. The musical Million Dollar Quartet depicts a legendary 1956 jam session by which, but all but which of the following artists who wasn't there? Roy Orbison, Elvis Presley, or Johnny Cash? Fifty-six. I'm going to say that was not Elvis. Uh, incorrect. Actually, Roy Orbison is the one that wasn't uh, there. Okay. As demonstrated, this is for Jeremy, as demonstrated by Egyptian protesters in 2011, Arabs consider it disrespectful to wave which of these at somebody? Traffic cones, cell phones, or shoes? Uh, that would be shoes, I think. Shoes is a correct answer. Brian, representing the number of letters in each word, 143 is a common text abbreviation for what phrase? I love you. I love you too, but I need an answer. <laughs> that is correct Jeremy we're back over to you <laughs> someone who is naive or gullible is often described as having fallen off the truck of what full of what root vegetable oh uh, <sighs> fallen off the truck of what root vegetable I feel like I've heard this but it's not something that's common that that is that I'm super familiar with. Um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say the potato cart or something. Potato. Unfortunately not falling off the turnip truck is what we're looking for. Okay. All right, Brian, what now famous singer played Charlene Dupree, Willis's girlfriend on the 80s sitcom, different strokes. Janet Jackson, Miss Jackson. If you nasty, that is correct. Jeremy, which of these children movies was not based on a book by Roald Dahl? The Jungle Book, Matilda, or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Uh, that'd be The Jungle Book. The Jungle Book is correct. Brian, which of these nouns is not commonly used as a slang verb to dismiss someone from a job? Horn, sack, or axe? Horn. Horn is correct. Jeremy, who was the first U.S. vice president to receive the Nobel Peace Prize after he raised awareness for climate change? The only one that I can think of is Al Gore, so I'll say that. Al Gore is a correct answer. Just under 15 minutes remaining. Brian, which tune was so requested that Led Zeppelin's Robert Plant said, I'd break out in hives if I ever had to sing that song at every show? 
Stairway to heaven. And sadly, the people that went to those shows had to say, no stairway, denied. Moving right <laughs> along. <laughs> Jeremy, which fast food chain first tested Redbox DVD rental kiosks in Colorado? I'd have a better end on this if I'd been to Colorado. Um, I'm going to guess In-N-Out Burger. I think that's a Western chain. That is, but this is an all-over chain. We're actually looking for McDonald's. That figures. Brian, who was the first African-American woman to be crowned Miss America? Oh, uh, Vanessa Williams. That is correct. Jeremy, in the mid-20th century, what U.S. state grew approximately 80% of the world's pineapples? It's got to be Hawaii. Pen, pineapple, apple, pen. That is correct. Jeremy, where was David Wolf when he made history in 1997 by casting his vote in a Houston mayoral race? That's I think that's me, supposed though, right? to be for Brian. That's what I said. Did I say, Jeremy? I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, that's for you. I Could you do that again? I'm sorry. Of course. Where was David Wolf when he made history in 1997 by casting his vote in a Houston mayoral race? Oh, he was in space. He was. He was in the Mir space station. That is correct. Jeremy, now we're back to you. ConocoPhillips belongs to a group of multinational corporations often referred to as Big What? Big Oil. Big Oil is correct. Brian, Norton and McAfee are two of the biggest names in what type of computer software? Uh, antivirus. Antivirus is correct. Jeremy, Khaled Hosseini's bestseller, The Kite Runner, is primarily set in what country? I believe that's Afghanistan. Afghanistan is correct. Brian, over to you. The unconventional women of America's jazz age are commonly known by what nickname? Flappers? Flappers is correct. Jeremy, Jib, Spinnaker, and Latine are all types of what? Can you read that one more time? Of course. Jib, Spinnaker, and Latine, and I can spell those if you want, they're all types of what? I believe those are all types of sales. They are all types of sales. It's debating between that and knots. Oh, good. That's a good poll. Good poll. Brian, over to you. In the 1975 film Jaws, what brand of beer does Captain Quint famously crush? Oh, wow. That's not where I was expecting. It's like, I got, I got, I got excited. Oh, oh, Jaws. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh. Um, it's my favorite what? movie. I had to throw this in there. Right, this is a deep cut. I'm going to, I don't know, but I'm going to guess PBR. Unfortunately not. It's a, a local brew from Rhode Island in, in Massachusetts. It's Narragansett. Okay. Narragansett's what we're looking for. Could it's a good beer, that. too. All right, Jeremy, which of the following classic sitcom characters did not only have sisters for siblings? Bart Simpson, Theo Huxtable, or Richie Cunningham? Did not only have... So they had, they had, they had at least one brother. Two of those had at least one. Uh, yeah, two, no, two of those had only sisters. Which one did not have only sisters? Can you read the names again? Bart Simpson, Theo Huxtable, or Richie Cunningham? It's been a long time since I saw Happy Days. Um, I'm going to say Theo Huxtable. 
No, unfortunately uh, not. Richie, Richie Cunningham, he had a brother in season one, and then the brother was just randomly dropped. Never heard from again. Uh, Chuck went up the stairs and never, never came, came down. down. Uh. <laughs> Although, actually, Bart Simpson had a brother, Hugo. Did he? Yeah. Okay, I will. So I picked the, well yeah. the only one that didn't have a brother. Well, I will disqualify that question. I'll give you the next one here. What plant does Gilroy, California celebrate every year during a three-day festival? That's for Jeremy. Uh, California, I'm going to say avocado. Unfortunately, not. it's the garlic festival. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to go there. I, I was guessing something entirely different. <laughs> <laughs> you would have said Denver. For a good time call. All right. <laughs> Brian, comic strip character Charlie Brown favors what well-known expression of dismay? Good grief. Oh, bother. That is correct. Good grief is right. <laughs> I'm more of a Winnie the Pooh guy myself. All right. Jeremy, Dwayne Chapman, star of an A&E reality series that ended in 2012, is better known by what nickname? Dog the Bounty Hunter. Dog the Bounty Hunter is correct. Brian, featuring a, featuring a high, prominent bridge an aquiline nose is better known as a what? Um, <laughs> all I've got is eagle beak, man. <laughs> <laughs> is that where we're going with? I yeah. Uh, unfortunately, no. It's uh, the Roman nose. It's called a Roman nose. Yeah, Jeremy. In what state is the underground military bunker at Cheyenne Mountain? I believe that's in Wyoming. Uh, no, it's actually in Colorado. Cheyenne Mountain in Colorado. All right, Brian. Cape Agulhas, not the nearby Cape of Good Hope, is the southernmost point of what continent? Africa. Africa is correct. Jeremy, what cable network broadcasts a popular annual week of programming known as Shark Week? Discovery. Discovery is correct. Brian, which Italian volcano, which last erupted in 1944, is considered to be the most dangerous in the world? Let's go with Pompeii. That is not the name of the volcano. It's Mount oh, Vesuvius. Oh, Vesuvius. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I really wanted to give you a hint, but I can't by the rules. Nope, All right. Nope, nope, you're right. I, He's I literally the that. only Italian volcano I know of. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alexa. Moving right along. Jeremy, Gregory Maguire's 2003 novel, Mirror, Mirror, is a revisionist version of what classic fairy tale? Uh, Mirror, Mirror's got to be Snow White. Snow White is correct. All right, Brian, time to make, up some, make that up here, right here. Which Toyota model shares its name with the third largest city in the state of Washington? Tacoma. The Tacoma is correct. Jeremy. I had, I had one. <laughs> <laughs> I almost bought one, actually. Jeremy, which of the following is not a Wes Anderson movie? The Fantastic Mr. Fox, Moonrise Kingdom, or Napoleon Dynamite? Oh, gosh. Did we talk about Wes Anderson movies the last time I was on your podcast? I, I'm a fan, so probably. Uh... I think Napoleon Dynamite is not Wes Anderson. That is a correct answer. 
Brian, over to you. What frozen food company has featured a bearded fisherman in its logo since 1905? Um, bearded fisherman. I, uh, it's the, um, my brain is stuck on Orida. I know that's not right. (laughs) (laughs) Now I want onion rings though. So yeah. God, Napoleon, give me some of your tots. Um, <laughs> don't make me spit water in front of all this computer equipment, man. <laughs> the one time I took a sip of water and not whiskey, and you're gonna make me laugh. <laughs> um, it's <sighs> it's the fish company. Good need an answer. It's. <sighs> Five seconds. I got to pass. I can't. I can't pull it. It's the Gordon's Fisherman. Yes. All right, Jeremy. Over to you. The funny bone is thought to get its name due to it due to its proximity to what funny sounding bone? Oh gosh. Uh, well, the only the only two bones that I can think of that are close to it. I know it's in your elbow. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the ulna. No, it's the funny bound, the funny sounding humorous bone. Humorous. Oh, I couldn't think of the upper arm. It's all right. Brian, back over to you. Issued by the IRS, the dreaded form 1040 is commonly known by what nickname that is also a type of birth certificate? A type of birth certificate? Um, I, I don't have a guess. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. So it's a long form. The 1040 is called the long form or a long form birth certificate. Okay. If you remember back with uh, Obama, that's what the Republicans were asking for. <laughs> Moving right along, Jeremy, <laughs> which, which framed arena marked the last live performance by John Lennon? Uh, let's see. I thought you were asking a sports question. I was going to be mad. Now it's music and I'm still not happy with it. (laughs) Uh, I believe he was killed in New York city. So I'm going to say Madison square garden. Madison square garden is correct. Brian over to you. Thanks to a ban on 100 watt incandescent light bulbs. What classic children's toy was redesigned in 2011? Uh, easy bake oven. Easy Bake Oven is correct. Three minutes remaining. Jeremy, who designed the iconic pink suit worn by Jackie Jackie Kennedy on the day of her husband's assassination? Oh, gosh. I know I've heard this, Uh, but I'm not going to be able to. I'm not going to be able to pull this. Uh, Versace. I know it's wrong, but it is wrong. It's Coco Chanel. Brian, what is the name of the Gaelic harvest celebration associated with pagan ceremonies and feasts? Uh, would that be Samhain? Samhain is correct. Jeremy, a pot belly is an old-fashioned type of what household appliance? Stove. Stove is correct. 
All right, Brian, I'm sure there is some endearment between Warren Beatty and this actress, who is his sister. No word on if they shared an apartment together. I believe that's Shirley MacLaine. Shirley MacLaine is correct. Jeremy, Leo Tolstoy wrote which masterpiece of Russian literature that was more than 550 words in length? More than 550 words? 550,000 words in length. Sorry, bourbon ah, is a good there thing. we go. Uh, talking really long, Tolstoy, I'm going to say War and Peace. To be fair, it's also longer than 550 words, too. But uh, That's accurate, <laughs> yes. Brian, over to you. Jeremy Piven's character on TV's Entourage is said to be modeled after what politician's brother? Oh, I'm going to take a shot at Jimmy Carter. Unfortunately not. Named after Rahm Emanuel's brother. Ari or Avi uh, Emanuel is what we're looking for. Rahm, the former mayor of Chicago. Moving along, along, Jeremy, the jazz style known as Dixieland originated in the early 20th century in what southern city? I'm going to guess New Orleans. New Orleans is correct. Brian, mentioned in Twas the Night Before Christmas, a sugar plum is what kind of treat? Very broad. Um, candy. Candy is correct. Jeremy, for what nonprofit did J.K. Rowling work before writing Harry Potter and the Sorcerer or Philosopher's Stone? I know I've heard this too. Uh, Red Cross. I don't think that's right. Unfortunately, not. Amnesty International. All right, Brian. Uncap what's inside is a slogan of what popular office supply brand? Uncap what's inside. Office supply brand? Is that uh, office supply brand? Is that what it was? Yeah, we're looking for an office supply brand whose slogan is uncap what's inside. Um. Oh, let's go with Sharpie. Sharpie is correct. So time is up. I am going to award you each one additional question due to me just being a little bit slower today. So we're going to go with one more each, and then we will get our scores from my lovely wife, Leah. Jeremy, starting with you. Mushrooms and toadstools can form naturally growing arcs or circled, curved circles called what magical name? Hmm. So mushrooms and toadstools can form naturally occurring circles. I'm going to guess fairy rings. Fairy rings is a correct answer. All right, last question for you here, Brian. Bill Clinton once said that climbing Kilimanjaro and running a marathon were two items on his what? Bucket list. Bucket list is correct. And with that, we have finished the hot seat round. Leah, where are our points right now? We have Jeremy with 30 points and Brian with 28 points. Oh, wow. It's literally anybody's game. And you guys both got through more questions than the last hey, people I listened did. to. You did. That is that is the reverse of where I expected this to be. <laughs> so here's how the final round is going to go. I have got three categories. Each category has a question tied to it. The categories are straightforward. I will tell you that off the bat. There is no trickery in the categories. You are going to wager up to the amount of points that you have on those questions or on those categories. 
If you get the question right, you'll get the points. If you get the question wrong, you will lose the points. You can only wager up to the amount of points that you have. It is not a gauntlet style, so you can get one question right and still get the points wagered on that one question. Gentlemen, are you ready for your categories? I'm ready. Here we go. Category number one, higher education. Category number two is Shakespeare. Category number three is technology. Go ahead and lock in your wagers while we hear a word from our sponsor. All right. Our next question in the category of self-care with products such as the lawnmower, the weed whacker, the crop reviver, and more. This company is the best in men's below the belt grooming. Oh, yeah, I, I can lock in. Chris is locked in. Jeff, go ahead and talk it out. Ah, Chris, yeah, you barely, barely beat me to it. When I think of men's below-the-belt grooming, there's only one name I ever think of. Manscaped. Jeff is locked in with Manscaped. Chris, what do you have? Yeah, uh, I had Manscaped as well. I think this one's pretty easy. Um, I've used their Lawnmower 4.0, and I got to tell you, man, like this is a fantastic product. A lot of things that I love. I love the fact that it's waterproof. I love the fact that the ceramic blade actually feels good. Like there's no chopping or danger or anything like that. I love the feel of it. Um, and the thing that to me is like the most handy and I love, I never thought I would have needed this in one of these, but that LED light is insanely intuitive. Like I, I never thought I would have thought I needed it, but it makes everything so much easier. So for me, I want to clean shave everywhere. Manscaped. All right, both players have locked in with Manscaped as the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. And the correct answer is Manscaped. That's right, Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. And right now, listeners can go to Manscaped.com and enter promo code PTE for 20% off and free shipping. That's Manscaped.com, promo code PTE. Manscaped, join the over 4 million people who trust Manscaped with their goods. All right, wagers are locked in. Question number one in the final round. Your category is higher education. This Southeastern college is one of six senior military colleges in the U.S. and plays its sports in the Southern Conference. But it can trace its building's roots back to the early 1800s when it was built to protect white Southerners against a potential slave uprising. What school am I talking about? Locked in. Jeremy, talk it out. Yeah. Uh, I should have locked in first because I really don't have much to talk about here. I'm You, you snuck a sports question in on me. I feel like I don't, I don't really have I – don't, I don't have a whole lot to say. I'm just, I'm just going to guess Auburn. That's probably wrong. But All right. Jeremy has guessed Auburn. Brian, what did you say? So I know that Norfolk is the largest naval base – in the country, if not the world, I'm pretty sure that's in, uh, oh wait, no, that's in Virginia. Oh crap. That doesn't matter. I, I said North Carolina for the college. Okay. Unfortunately, no one is getting the points. Uh, this is a senior military college. We are looking for the Citadel in South Carolina. Oh, I've been there. I should have, I should have, uh, should have thought of that. Yeah. It's, it's a very it's well known. It's a very well-known military college, so no no one's getting the getting the points there. Jeremy, what was your wager? I wagered three points. And Brian? Uh, colleges and college sports is one of my absolute weakest categories. I bet zero. All right. Leah, what are our scores going into question number two? Uh, we have Jeremy with 27 points and Brian with 28 points. 
Question number two, your category was in Shakespeare. Here's your question. At the conclusion of what Shakespeare play is the Jewish antagonist forced to, upon his death, bequeath all of his property to his daughter? Oh, yeah. He's also forced to, to convert to Christianity. I am locked in. All right, Jeremy, whenever you're ready, sir. Okay. Um, sorry, I was, I was on the verge of locking in myself, and I think you beat me to it. I'm, I'm a little more comfortable with this one. I was a theater major, so I should be more well-versed in Shakespeare. And I believe this is The Merchant of Venice. That's the only one where I can think of, like, you know, I, if you prick me, do I not bleed? I think that's what that's from. And, uh, Brian, what did you say? So, I... I'm not a theater major, and had I known that, I'd been a little more scared of this one. But <laughs> um, during the pandemic, I did a lot of movie watching, and I happened to catch a very good performance of uh, Al Pacino in The Merchant of Venice. The Merchant of Venice is a correct answer. Let's see how many points they're adding to their scores. Brian, starting with you. I wagered eight on this one. And Jeremy? I wagered eight as well. Oh, Ooh. it's all coming down to the final question. <laughs> Leah, what are our scores as we go into question number three? So Jeremy has 35 points and Brian has 36 points. Brian's got a one-point lead. We go to our final question of the episode. Your category is technology. As its packaging suggests, what computer company that was purchased by Acer in 2007, got its start by marketing its products at a cattle fair during the 1980s. Can you read that one more time? Of course. As its packaging, packaging suggests, what computer company that was purchased by Acer in 2007 got its start by marketing its products at a cattle fair in the mid-1980s? I think I'm locked in. All right, Brian, up to you, sir. Okay, well... Fortunately, my very first home PC that I ever bought showed up in a box covered in the black and white Holstein pattern, and that was a gateway computer, so I locked in with gateway. Jeremy, what did you say? Gateway was the name that stuck out to me, too. I, I debated about saying Holstein just because I couldn't come up with anything else, but... Yeah, gateway is what I uh, gateway is what I locked in with. I'm glad I had you reread it because I was looking for cow in the name, and not in the packaging. All right, Jeremy, what was your wager? I had zero confidence, so I wagered nothing on that question. And Brian, I wagered twenty on that one. <laughs> wow, I will tell you that. Um, here in Clearwater, we used to drive down US-19, and there was an entire store painted like the spots on a cow. It was a giant gateway store. Gateway is your correct answer. Leah, what are our final scores tonight? We have Brian with 56 points and Jeremy with 35 points. And a final Yay. score that is no way indicative of how close this game was. Brian, you are the winner. You're moving on to the round of 16. Nicely done, sir. Nicely done. <laughs> that was well done, Brian. Good wagering. You guys did awesome. You guys had a hell of a game. That, 
That was, that was absolutely that was a, lot of fun. That was a blast. luck of the draw, man. <laughs> <laughs> so much of the hot seat is luck of the draw, though. It is. I mean, it's it's dependent on the questions that you get. It's all random. So yeah. You had a lot of stuff that I would have had no clue on. Most of what you missed, I didn't know either. Yeah, you, you pulled some stuff out. I'm like, man, I'm glad I didn't have that question. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love the hot seat. Hey, listen, before we take off, let's give our panelists one chance to uh, just shout out any local, anything local they want to talk about or tell us one more time about what you, uh, what you do in the trivia world. We'll start with Brian. All right. So Friday nights, uh, Nerdspeak Brewery, you can find Geek Trivia performing and uh, hosting games out there. You can also catch me sometimes at Games Plus One, the Davenport, Iowa game store. Games Plus One sounds like fun. Yes. Or you can find me online at LK Jeremy on Twitch. And speaking of Jeremy, Jeremy, what do you want to talk about tonight, sir? Uh, well, my presence in the trivia world is, is pretty limited. I've been on a few episodes of this, and I've hated on Captain Crunch a fair amount. Um <laughs> Other than that, I listen to podcasts, and that's that's my presence. But I, I, I can uh, I can shout out some uh, some local brews. I, I almost came up here with a glass of Hard Truth Peanut Butter Whiskey, uh, which is the distillery arm of Quaffon Brewery, which I've had some I've had their beers on on your podcast a couple times before. Their uh, peanut butter busted knuckle uh, that, that I've had on here before. Yeah. Uh, they have their distillery arm is Hard Truth, and their peanut butter whiskey is one of the best that I've had. So a uh, shout out hard truth quaff on it's not terribly local. It's about an hour and a half, two hours away from here, but it's about as local as you can get for stuff like that around here. Yeah. You live a little, you live in a little bit of a remote area. So yeah, I mean, it, not remote exactly. Evansville is a pretty good sized city, but we just don't have a whole lot of like local beer and wine. There, there, there's some in Evansville that I, I'm, I shamefully haven't partaken of, um, so maybe maybe it's not really nice of me to shout out one that's a couple <laughs> hours away. <laughs> go to Maidens. Everybody go to Maidens. I'm, I'm sure they're fantastic. We've got a good 30 breweries within like a 30-minute drive of our house. We've been to three of them, so you're fine. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Listen, if you're enjoying what we do here at the Pub Trivia Experience, um, a couple things you can do to support us. One, patreon.com slash ptebb is your exclusive home for all of our bonus content. Bonus trivia from the Pub Trivia Experience. Bonus brackets from our sister podcast, Boozy Bracketology. They're dropping there throughout the month. If you have the financial means to support us, that's where to go. Uh, listen, it's still tough out there for a lot of people. I get that. If you can't support us right now, that's fine. Do me a favor. Five-star rating. Write us a review. Tell your friends who you think like trivia. That'd be really freaking awesome of you. Find us on the lounge on Facebook. Fans of Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology. Come on there and rag on Jeremy. Uh, you know, betting zero on the last question that he got right. Hmm. Not quite on par with getting Stanley Kubrick psycho wrong, but it's up there. But you know what? <laughs> We've had a good time tonight for the pub trivia experience. I have been Chris. I've been Jeremy. I've been Brian. And I've been scorekeeping Leah. Have a good one, everyone. <laughs>